we just wanted to say a couple, share a couple of things before this episode starts. The first is that the sound quality in this episode is not as good as we would have liked it to have been. We were recording you know, using technology across three different cities and there's some sounds that we were unable to edit out. Um, so we hope you'll forgive us for the slightly poorer than usual sound quality in this episode. And then secondly, in this episode, there's a conversation about the use of plastics in sanitary products. And we just, as a point of clarification, wanted to point out that most sanitary products, um, disposable sanitary products all around the world, including tampons, panty lines, pads, use plastic. In, uh, 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 plastic is used in their production. Um, so we hope you'll enjoy the show. I'm singing my sorrow. I'm singing my rage I'm singing this fear out And I'll sing it over and over again Welcome to Change Making Women The podcast for women who make a difference With Ziada Bade in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania And Marianne Clements in London, in the UK Hi everyone and welcome back to Change Making Women um, my name is Ziada. I'm still in Tabora. <laughs> That's still in Tanzania. <laughs> Together with. Hi, I'm Marianne and I'm in London in the UK. Hi, Ziada. Okay. Hi. So, for several weeks, um, we've been following on a campaign titled My Always Experience that has been supported by many women in Kenya. And we wanted to find out more. And today we have Christine Batwiri um, on, shared on some light on the campaign and how she first got involved. Thank you so much, Christine, for being on the show. Okay, thank you very much for having yeah. me. Um, my name is Christine Gachiri. I'm based in Nairobi. Um, my earliest experience is about women sharing the experiences with uh, they have had with the always brand of sanitary pads. Um, it's been a while for, for some time. But I think I got in contact with the with the with the with the hashtag Maui's experience early 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 in the year. That's around January. Um, at first, I was very shy actually to share my experience. So I sent a message to one of the ladies who was leading the campaign back then. I told her of my experience, how how the the, the product used to burn me because. Um, rashes and and itchy and become so so itchy that uh, it took weeks for me to heal. Um, and then um, after okay after a while, um, always just okay. We what they did is they they took a a, um, a number of ladies who like are like social media influencers to a retreat. Uh, and we took that to be like uh, some some form of PR to cover up what you've been asking the company, why their products are itchy and why they are burning us. And so how I came into the into the campaign is I actually went to all these influencers' Instagram pages and asked whether they knew the the, the type of side effects you were having after using this 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 brand or this company that you were supporting. Uh, most of them, okay, some of them replied, most of them replied, uh, and then telling me how I should forward my, my complaints to the company, how they're going to forward it themselves, that they're 
have not had any issue with the brand. And to be honest, most of the women I've come across, the ways of an ex- a bad negative experience I've had with, with, with always. So it did not make sense to me. What I did was uh, share my responses and conversation from Instagram to Twitter. And I continued the conversation from where my always experience from January early in the year left off. So I was able to bring on board the ladies who were there from the, from the, from the start and and I, 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 I told them, look, this is how the company has responded to our, our questions about the, the safety of their products. They essentially just uh, ignored them and decided to go with the PR instead. Uh, so we followed up with influencers. I asked people on Twitter to follow up with them. And then there were all these women commenting on their Instagram posts, asking them where are they letting women down? Where are they siding with a brand that most of, most people are complaining about? Yes, and that's how the conversation was was restarted, basically. Um, yes, that's quite interesting. Has it really helped in one way or another ever since you got yourself involved? Yes, yes, significantly. You know, I'm surprised most most women do not know that the the pad was the cause of their their rush, their rushes, and the burns they used to experience. Some some women thought it's their bodies. Some women thought it's I don't know, it's just their period. There are some women who did not know it was the the always products until this uh, campaign started, and then women, other women, started sharing experiences, and then they thought, oh, so that's what happened. Uh, so I'm I'm really I was really surprised. And then another thing, um, it's not only it's not just in Kenya. I've I've had tweets from Botswana, from Zambia, from Nigeria, from Ghana, women sharing their experiences with always, and it's not good. It's not good. People are complaining that it's burning them. It's causing itchiness, and I'm I'm really surprised that this experience just it's not it's not, it's not only in Kenya. It's across many countries in Africa, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, because uh, basically this is not um, the the cause of this is poor, poor, poor products, poor quality products. So I'm like, are they selling poor quality products in the whole of Africa? Because it does not make sense. Mm-hmm. So um, I I just wanted to like for our listeners just. Yeah, so 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 that's the that's the idea of the campaign is to highlight the fact that it appears like um, they're selling a different quality product, right? Yeah. Um, and and uh, I, I've been trying to understand uh, their response. Have they made any direct response to that so far? Yes, 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 yes. They did. What they said. They said that um, their products worldwide are of the same quality, so there's no way that ours in Kenya or elsewhere in Africa are of poor quality. Um, one of the ladies who was leading the campaign on Twitter asked her followers around the world to post pictures of always pads from mm-hmm. those countries where they are. So we were able to get pictures of always 
sanitary pads from, from, from Sweden, from Norway, from UK, from the US. Uh, all, all, they were all posted in, on Twitter and they are, they are still there actually. So, so we, we, we presented this evidence to OS Kenya and they still insisted, they still insisted that their products are not, uh, the products sold in Kenya are not different from the ones sold in other countries in, in, in the West, basically. And you can, you, from the pictures, you can actually see there's a whole difference. Our, our, prod, our pads here in Kenya, the always pads in Kenya, they have a plastic top. Um, I, I don't, I, it's a plastic top, some form of PE, uh, topping on the top. That's one that is the one that causes the rashes and the burns, especially when you walk or when it's hot. It, it kind of burns your skin. So if you compare with the products that we were sent from other countries, it does not have the, the, the top is not plastic. It's, uh, it's either cotton or some sort of other material, but it's not plastic. It's not plastic like, like we have in Kenya. So in, is the campaign continuing or what, what's the next step from your point of view? I don't know. Mm, yes, I can, the campaign is still on. I don't think we should stop. Um, I know many people are asking why, why we don't, why we are not looking for alternatives. Why, why not ask people to buy other, other brands? And um, well, in Kenya, always is the most accessible and most visible brand of sanitary towels. So even if we were to boycott this brand, or we were to, there are still there are people whose only option is this brand of sanitary towels. Right. So I don't think. Yeah, I don't think boycotting is a is a solution. Also, I don't think switching to other brands is a solution. One, because still always is still the most accessible. If you go to like rural areas, if you go to young girls in schools, that's the first product they use. So and um the other brands the, the other brands in the market, yes, but they don't have as large um or extensive reach as the always brand. Uh, another thing, um, when we talk of having uh, alternatives for women to use, there's also uh, something to consider the cost and the affordability. Some, like I've talked to a few women, and most of them do not have, cannot afford these other options. Most of them are either too expensive, like the, the cotton, the, a cotton pad. Uh, probably cotton pad costs about four dollars. That's not something an average person will afford every month. So I think this campaign sh will continue and should continue until we have safe sanitary pads for everyone. So it's now about just having safe and safer sanitary pads. Has the probably the media picked up? And uh, another question is, what has been the most challenging when it comes to getting your voice heard? Okay, the, the media has picked uh, the stories that you have shared. And um, in fact, there was a, there's a meeting that uh, always Kenya held. Uh, I think it was PNG, Kenyan rather, I'm not sure. Um, but they have not adequately addressed the problems we had all they said is their products are the same across the all over the world blah 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 but did not tell us about the 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 the, the, 
first of all, the, the, what's the use for those birds and why they are causing the, the rashes. They not tell us that. So um, the, I think the media highlighted as much as, it, as possible, but maybe it was not enough because this, this, this is a very important topic. This touch, touches on, on reproductive rights, on health of women. So I don't think in resources should be spared, should be spared in this campaign. Mm, yes, about the challenges that I've come across, I think people still don't understand much about menstruation and uh, sanitary towels and why it's necessary for us to have safe products for everyone. Talking about, again, as I said, having, telling people to look for choices, to look for alternatives will not work because there are people who do not have access or cannot afford those alternatives. Uh, number two, uh, the second challenge was, um, I think it has to do with some, some, some men maybe who may not understand this whole process and try to sab sabotage, sabotage it to some extent, but I think women have, have risen and stood up and said, you're not going to speak on something that you, cannot, you don't understand. Let's, let, let, please let, let our voices be heard. This is our thing, this is our issue. Either support us or do not support us, but don't sabotage us. Um, so I wanted just to come in and ask you, like, um, what you, so you had the experience yourself of having um, a reaction that you traced to the always pads. Yeah. Um, have you like asked your friends and family, like what kind of, is it like lots of women are experiencing this? It sounded like from the beginning that lots of women experience this and not realizing that it, that it might be the pads. Is that right? Almost every woman I've come across has had a problem with this brand of sanitary pads. Um, the thing is, most of us, when we started menstruating from when we were teenagers, that's a brand we started using. So if, if you had negative reactions, it's likely you do not know it's, the, it's a sanitary pad that was causing it because you didn't have an, an, a second uh, type, you didn't have a, an, an alternative product you used. So it's likely that you, your voice thought it's your body or some other cause, but it's not the sanitary pad. If this is a pad that you used from when you started menstruating, and I think that's a big problem we have because even the young girls right now, that's a, that's a brand of sanitary towels that they start using. So if they're having negative reaction, they may not know it's actually the pad. Yeah, okay, yeah. So um, I was wondering if, uh, so you said you had contact with other countries, in, of people in other countries in, on the continent, who, on the African continent, I mean. Um, yeah. Who, who had similar experiences. I wondered if you'd had any contact with campaigners in, in other parts of the world as well, because I know there are campaigns about um, changing sanitary um, products to make them just, not just safer for, for women, but also safer for the environment as well. Um, I've, I've not come across them. Uh, what, what I did, what I did was uh, just uh, put on a, a tweet that any uh, woman from anywhere in Africa experiencing this because of this product, please come forward. So I've had a few 
a few people share, but uh, it's not been on a large scale. Mm, okay. I have some people yeah. to connect you to <laughs> after the show. <laughs> okay. okay. So another question I had because I've seen CABS, um, the Kenya, CABS is Kenya Bureau of Standards. They've come out and gave out a statement, I think that was four days ago. Um, yeah. Yeah, saying that they've taken some of the samples in and they'll be doing, you know, they'll be following the concerns um, expressed on social media and they're their investigation and they also have given out a toll-free number for everyone with a specific complaint um, to call them and complain through their number. Um, do you have confidence in them? Um, I mean, because at the end of the day, you know, the, the company and all the sanitary pads did come through, you know, they were given and are covered with the East African Standard, uh, you know, Standard yeah. 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 Um, uh, based on their previous history and how much you know about them, I'm not sure. I, I really don't know what, uh, what they're going to find or what their results are going to be, but I'm hoping that due, due process will be followed. Uh, mm. Secondly, I would, we are working with a, a group of ladies who are trying to see what these standards actually mean. Because uh, they said, actually in their first response, in their first public announcement, they said that they, they did not find any problem with the always uh, pads. They tested a few samples and did not find a, uh, any problems. But I, I don't know, and I don't want to speculate, but what standards are they using to test? You know, what, what are they comparing against? I think that's an important question and it's something we are following up on. Mm, but for now, I really can't speak much about it. We, we just have to wait. Okay. And in acknowledging who started the, the campaign, and um, I think that's one of the things you said, um, I think it's crucial to understand who really started the campaign, my always experience. Um, to the best of my knowledge, it was Miss um, Okore. I think on Twitter she goes by, um, I'm not sure how to pronounce her name, <laughs> but it's spelled as S-C-H-A-E-F-E-R-Okore. Um, I think it's, it's how we started, and a group of other ladies who uh, uh, tweeted about the experiences, and then people like me they, uh, sent her a message to talk about mine because I was still embarrassed ab about, you know, menstruation is still a taboo topic, and and yeah, yeah, she's one who started, and a lot of women have contributed. Honestly, I'm really, really amazed by what women can can do when they come together it's been amazing uh people have shared um and kept the conversation going on for for several days and it's really 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 amazing uh especially for a, a topic like menstruation um, i think we are we are talking about things you are told not to speak about and uh, this secrecy and and, and silence about issues with menstruation, I think is one of the reasons why we even have to live with 
poor quality sanitary pads because we do not speak out. But right now, I think I'm, I'm really encouraged that everyone is speaking out and I, I think that's what's really encouraged me to come out with my own story and to follow up with the influencers and to, to, to follow up with everyone and talk about this, even though personally, my, I had to share some of my private, even medical stuff, but I was really, really encouraged. Yeah, so uh, where where should, uh, you know, women have, I guess, more complaints or they're going through the same, the same experiences? Um, okay, there is a hashtag on Twitter, which is hashtag my always experience. Uh, is there anywhere else where they can lodge their complaint? It's not really complaints, but rather their experiences. Uh, on social media or elsewhere? Is, is there just is it just on social media at the moment or you being you know now we've connected with another group of women you have a particular you know channel or a platform that women can talk about their experiences okay besides uh, social media the, there isn't but i think uh, it's going to come up in the next few i don't know how long but given how this experience has changed a lot of women. I think this is something that might come out out in the in the end. This is a community-based effort. This is everyone pitching in something. This is everyone doing their best to talk about it. This is everyone sharing. This is everyone basically demanding for better uh, and quality sanitary towels. So eventually, something can come out of this outside of social media but I think um, we even on social media we are still being had we, we, we complained and people had us so I, I don't know but it, it's not it will surprise me if it comes out outside social media absolutely and through all these experiences and now that you've been involved in the campaign what has been you know uh, what do you call it what has been your biggest lesson Mm -hmm. uh, you can always fall back and rely on women to do amazing things. Like, you can always depend on women. I think that's for me, that has been the biggest, biggest problem, the biggest uh, lesson. Uh, personally, my Twitter fol followers are not even that many. I have like less than 700 Twitter followers. So my voice alone could not have done this. Mm. My, whatever I tweeted would not have re received much response if I was doing it by myself. But I was able to gather, like, surround myself with powerful women, women who control conversations on Twitter, women with many followers, and basically they amplified it. They amplified whatever message I had, and it became a trending topic. So women, you can always rely on women. You can always be, when we come together, there's so much we can do. Mm. You can always count on women. That's it. Um, would your ideal result of the campaign be that always change the product or that they stop being the main product? I don't know. <laughs> It could be either, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but I, I, as long as the, the, the pads stop burning us and stop causing rashes and they, they, they change the plastic top, 
that becomes very smelly when it's hot. I, I really don't think these parts are made for the tropical climate because mm-hmm. they, they become so smelly when it's hot or when you're sweaty or when you maybe you a little bit overdressed becomes all very smelly. Um, so if they, if they can change this, if they can give us the same quality as they give women in the US, in the UK, then we'll be okay. Mm. And yeah. just to give people an idea listening, um, you said always are the pads that are available everywhere. Are they also cheaper than the other pads you can buy in Kenya? Not necessarily, but yes, to an extent, because um the 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 cheaper ones the cheaper one the 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 very sanitary pad brands that are cheaper than always mm-hmm. and availability is not always guaranteed yeah. but always visible it's it's associated with sanitary pads it's basically when you're buying a sanitary towel you you say always give me yeah. always so yeah. yeah so it's like the brand name that people people know best yeah yeah, and I have to say, you know, it's uh, especially in East Africa, once a, a brand kind of sticks, it sticks. It's like when you're mentioning you want a different toothpaste, but everyone will call it Colgate for some reason. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so, it's true. So we have that a lot. Yeah, so thank you so much, Kristin, for, for this. And how, how do you relax when you're not teaching? <laughs> How do you take care of yourself? I I, I get away from it. I just switch on my phone, get away from it. Yeah, that's what I do. You switch off your phone. I think that's good advice. (laughs) So thank you so much, Christine, for, you know, shedding some light into the campaign. And yeah, as you said, when women come together, a lot of good you know, good and powerful things happen. And we like to see, I would like yeah. to see the result of the campaign. It shouldn't be in vain, you know. Okay. We'll see where it uh, brings Absolutely. us, takes us to. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll be following closely, you know, as okay. checking women. Okay. Yeah, and people listening can follow too, right? Hashtag my always experience, right? Yeah. Thanks so much for your time, um, Christine. And I hope this campaign will have an impact on the quality of the products as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for having me. And our theme tune over and over was written and performed by Eleanor Brown, who you can find at eleanorbrownmusic.com. <laughs>